Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Good morning. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side broadcast. I'm Daniel McManus, one of the assistant pastors here at the church. Thank you for listening wherever you are listening, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on the podcast, uh, whether uh, you're driving down the road. I don't know where you are right now, but thank you for taking the time. We hope today's broadcast will be an encouragement and a blessing in your life right where you are. Uh, We had a great day in church yesterday honoring our veterans. We sure are thankful for all the men and all the women who have fought for our country, who have defended our country, who have given their life so that we can have so much of what we have here today. Uh, Pastor Coburnett preached a fantastic message yesterday morning on being a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I'd encourage you, if you weren't here yesterday and weren't able to listen in, to check that message out on our YouTube or Facebook page. It'll be an encouragement, a blessing to you. And then last night, uh, Pastor Joe Brown was here uh, from out in Iowa, and uh, he preached a great message as well on I must work. Uh, God has given us all a purpose. God has given us all a reason to be here, and there's something that he wants us to accomplish in the days ahead. Uh, Such an encouragement message to me personally. I hope that you'll take the time to listen to that one as well. I do hope that you're having a great uh, day already, a great start to your week. Uh, We do want to mention happy birthday and happy anniversary to a couple people here. Uh, Happy anniversary uh, to Brandon and Brittany Clements. Congratulations there. Hope you're having a great day. And then also happy birthday to Brent Moore. Hope that you're having a wonderful birthday as well. We're going to be in the scripture in 1 Samuel chapter 8 in just a few minutes. But first, we'll have a song. Hopefully, you'll join me here in 1 Samuel chapter 8.
All right. Well, I hope that was a blessing to you. Uh, like I mentioned, we're in 1 Samuel chapter 8, looking here at verse number 4. The Bible says, Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel unto Ramah, and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of thy people and all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me. We come to this story here. The people of Israel have been living underneath the leadership of judges for a number of years. Uh, judges uh, were the system that God had designed so the people of Israel could be defended, but so they also could be led. This is a system that had worked just fine. It had worked great. But we see that the people of Israel started doing something that was very dangerous to them and something that's also very dangerous to us. You say, Daniel, what were they doing? Here's what they were doing. They were beginning to compare themselves to other people. Notice the Bible says in verse number 5, they said, Now make us a king to judge us like all the other nations. Oh, they weren't focused on what they had. They were focused on what others had. Here's what they were doing. They were rejecting God's plan. At first, Samuel, he was disheartened by this. He was discouraged by this. And he went to the Lord as we should do when we're disheartened and when we're discouraged. And as he went to God, God said, hey, Samuel, don't take it personally. They're not rejecting you as judge. They're rejecting me as the ultimate king. They're rejecting my leadership, my authority, my plan, what I have set in place. And what was the thing that caused them to reject God's plan? What was the thing that had caused them to reject God? Here it is. It's this dangerous thing of comparison. Comparison. It's something that we all have to deal with. We all have to be careful of. We all have to be weary of. Whether it's a kid getting a toy at Christmas and then going to school and seeing somebody else's toy. Whether it's a person buying a car that they're happy about, they're excited about, and then seeing a different car that seems more exciting. Uh, there are things in life that we always have to be careful of. It's part of our nature as individuals, but something we have to be so weary and so careful of, this idea of comparison. Uh, comparison is something that the young face and the old face. Comparison is something that the rich face and the poor face. Comparison is something that every age and stage of life has to deal with. Why? Because it's rooted in a matter of contentment. And it's something we all have to be knowledgeable and all have to be aware of. Uh, what are some things that comparison will cause us to do? Why should we be so careful of it? How will it influence our life? Number one here, comparison causes us not to appreciate what we have already been given. You know, we're coming up here in the season of Thanksgiving. And I know we're so thankful for what God has done in our life. We're thankful for so many gifts, so many blessings that God's given us. The Bible says that every good and perfect gift cometh from God. Oh, there are so many wonderful things in our life, but here's what comparison will do. Comparison will cause us not to appreciate all the things that God has given us. It'll cause us to look at what others have and desire those things that they have. Maybe you've heard this statement. I'm sure you have. The grass is always greener on the other side. Oh, when you look to somebody else, when you look to what they have, when I look to what somebody else may possess, it oftentimes looks so much better than it really is. A comparison 
is the idea of it's going to steal our joy. Uh, it's the thief of joy. Uh, the grass is always greener on the other side. You know, I wonder, uh, even with Eve, uh, the comparison was one of the things that God used, excuse me, that Satan used uh, to tempt Eve in the garden. Uh, Eve had the whole garden. Eve had all that she wanted. Uh, it was a bountiful land. It was a bountiful place, the Garden of Eden. But what did Satan do? Satan took her attention. Satan took her mind and brought it to the one thing that she did not have. Oh, we live in a great country. Oh, we're part of a great church. Oh, many of you have great families, but if we aren't careful, Satan will bring our mind to that one thing that we don't have. He'll cause us to compare with other people. Uh, we have a great family, but, but he may cause us to, to look to others and say, I wish my life was that way. Oh, we have a house to live in. We have food and we have water. We have shelter. We have so many uh, comfortable as aspects of our life that there are some people in the world that don't have that, right? And so if we're not careful, this idea of comparison, we, we will take for granted the things that we have. We will not appreciate the things that we have as we look to others and say, wow, that's a bigger house. That house is in a nicer area. That car is a little nicer. Oh, man, their relationships seem so much better. Oh, they're involved with this. They're involved with that. They get to be a part of this. They get to be a part of that. Uh, growing up, we can, we can face this as well. I, I wish I was more like that person. I wish I didn't have my difficulties. I wish I had their successes. I wish I had their personality. I wish I had their looks. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. If we're not careful, it can consume us on every level. But we need to sit back and look. Okay, what has God given to us? God's been so good. But comparison will cause us to miss God's goodness in our life. So we, first we see here the comparison causes us not to appreciate what we've already been given. Uh, but then secondly, here's what comparison will do. Comparison will cause us to pursue that which is empty. It'll cause us to pursue that which is empty. Uh, when we don't appreciate what we've been given, we will pursue and reach after things that we want for ourselves. In Ecclesiastes, Solomon is writing as he's observing life. Ecclesiastes can be a sad book because he writes about the depravity of man and the vanity of life. And specifically, one area of vanity he brings up, and it has to do with the idea of comparison. Notice the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, And again, I considered all travail and every right work, that for this a man is envied of his neighbor. And then he goes on to talk about how man gives himself day in and day out just to attain the next best Thing. And he said, this is vain. This is empty. Uh, people spend so much of their life working and working and trying to attain something, reaching and grabbing for something that they want that somebody else has, but they miss what's right in front of them. They miss what they've been given. They miss the joy of the life that God has given them personally. They pursue that which is empty and aren't fulfilled with that which they possess. Something we all have to be careful of. I read of the story of a man by the name of Ali Hafed. Uh, he was a wealthy man with a large estate, a lot of land, a lot of possessions. He had everything that uh, he could want or that many people in the world would want. Uh, you would maybe look at his life and, and he, if you wanted to compare, you would say, wow, that guy seems like he's set. He has everything the world could provide. He could buy anything. He could go anywhere. He could do anything. But one day, this man, Mr. Hafed, he was shown a diamond. 
and he had never seen a diamond before. This was many years ago, and he was just amazed at the beauty of this diamond, the intrinsic design, uh, the, the, the texture of it, and he made up his mind that he wanted to get a diamond. And so what did he do? He became very discontent and spent his wealth. He sold much of what he had, and he spent the rest of his life traveling the world trying to find a diamond, trying to mine out diamonds for himself. He ended up dying a very poor and a very sad man. He gave up so much of what he had to find out, to find something that he really didn't need. Uh, we have everything that we need to have joy today. Oh, God's been so good to us. And if we're not careful, comparison will cause us to pursue that which is empty. This idea of competition. The Bible says in the book of Philippians, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. That's the idea they're trying to one-up somebody, trying to become better than somebody else. That's where comparison is rooted in. Oftentimes, we'll feel insecure about ourselves. We'll feel like a lack of confidence within ourselves because we look at what others have, where they are. Hey, don't worry about how somebody else is better than you. Oh, don't worry about how someone else is in a greater place than you or they're able to do something that you're not able to do. Focus on yourself and what you can do and what God wants to do through your life. Comparison will cause us to pursue that which is empty. Uh, lastly here, get this. Comparison will harm our relationships. Uh, they'll harm our relationships. Uh, you will not be able to celebrate with that person that's been given that good gift. You won't be able to celebrate with that person that has that thing that you may want for yourself. Why? Because you're comparison, comparing your situation to their situation. Oh, it will harm our relationships. Think about Joseph, Joseph's brothers. A family split apart, a family destroyed, a family of much sorrow. Why? Because his brothers envied Joseph. Oh, they looked that Joseph had the favor of his father. Now, should that have been taking place? Probably not. Uh, it was not a good family dynamic. But the brothers allowed that comparison to bring them to the point where they tried to murder and then they sold their brother into slavery. Comparison will harm relationships on every level. Maybe your relationship that you're, you have with someone, a friend maybe, a co-worker, even somebody in your family. Maybe it's not where it used to be and comparison could possibly be at the root of it. Oh, it's something we all have to be careful of, something we all have to be weary of. And then I will say this. We're not supposed to compare ourselves with others, but there is one person we're supposed to compare ourselves with. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. We're supposed to look to Jesus and see how we can become more like him. How do I match up in comparison to the character of Jesus Christ? Oh, why do we need to be careful of comparison in this life? Here it is. Because it will cause us to not appreciate what we've already been given. Comparison causes us to pursue that which is empty, and comparison will harm our relationships. God has been so good to us. He's given us so many wonderful gifts. Don't focus on what you don't have. Let's focus on what we do have. Give the God the glory for it, knowing this, that we are on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? 
We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.